Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here with our Circle Season 1 Finale Roundtable. We're very excited. We've got a uh, great panel to talk about the third and final week of the U.S. Circle and the finale. And I'll wait a couple more seconds before we say congratulations to, yeah buddy, Joey, the winner of the Circle Season 1. And we're going to talk about it tonight with a fantastic panel of circle experts here uh joining us for the first time to talk some circle she's got a hat from a surf shop here is frail mary mary kwiatkowski mary how are you i'm doing great i am coming in here like the ed with fresh eyes i may or may not have watched all of the circle in the past two days so i see everything through that lens and much like ed i've brought my mom with me i'm gonna say Come much like in. ed you have a parent who makes uh, occasional <laughs> visits yes not today though to the live stream yes okay all right Sorry. and then here with us uh as well we talked to her in the preseason. everything you need to know about the circle and here she is to bookend it it's kirsten mckinnis kirsten how are you hello i am good i came in at the start and i said you need to watch the circle and now i'm here to tell you i told you so it was awesome Okay. All right. We're here to talk about it. And uh, all the uh, K babes are, are happy. Is that right? Yeah, the, the K babes are here. We were a serious Joey uh, contingent over on my Twitch channel. So very excited today. Okay. And of course, the man who has uh, now recapped now 12 episodes of season one of the Netflix circle, Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm really excited for the studio audience I have with me. Uh, they're clapping. You just can't hear them. Woo! Uh, I'm really. We're all very excited here. Yes. Uh, much like the uh, circle season finale, uh, mm-hmm. that we will we will try to incorporate our own uh, season for our our own uh, audience uh, sound effects into the show <laughs> in post production. So hopefully, by the time you hear the edited show, they should all be there for you. And of course, the man who has made this so special for us. He's been with us here three weeks in a row. The highlight of my week is talking to this man, Professor Tim Wilson. Tim, how are you? Hello. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm so happy that you've had me back for a third week. And I'm so excited. Um, I I couldn't contain myself. In, In the middle of the week, I suddenly thought, I know who's won. And I sent a message to uh Taryn. And um, I, I'm really proud of myself because I was right. Yeah, um, true. You, you, <laughs> I have the receipts. You yeah, buddy. And, 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 and in honor of it, as I was watching the um, uh, back-to-back episodes this evening, I, I think, I, think I, I watched episode nine, and then I started drawing the person who I thought was going to be the winner. It's proven to be the case. I got I got to episode eleven, and I sent a little a little email to Shubham, and uh, it's 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 a it's a show that has filled me with with joy again. And I just think if, if that's what the circle does. The circle's got its head screwed on in the right way. Okay, so let me reintroduce you then now. So the man who correctly (laughs) predicted the winner, here he is, Professor (laughs) Tim Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, tell me, tell me. Hey, now do you have a highlight reel? Yeah, and then one other person. Let's bring out the sixth member of our panel. Here comes Adele. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We don't have that kind of budget. We should we should have uh, a highlight reel of Tim's time on the podcast. Yeah, Chris, we, very right about that. That's called the RHAP Best of 2020 Special. Yeah, all get Tim. the first 20 minutes. We don't need anything else. The rest of the year doesn't matter. We got Tim. Yeah. Okay. But, 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 but a lot of the Tim uh, the, the Tim bits would be me struggling to to, to actually. Have yeah. sound or have electricity. It's like, um, oh, we're getting from the chat. <laughs> remember, chat. remember way back when, guys, when Tim was having trouble and he was like, oh no. Uh, oh man. I love your audience, Karen. Wait, where's Matt Hoffman for this? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, Taryn, let me get your reaction to Joey's win. I, I'm very pleased for, for Joey. Uh, he's been such a, a pleasure to watch on the show. I think really, uh, I mean, if we, if we look at it, probably the best character that we saw on the show uh, in terms of just like how he came on and how I think a lot of people thought he was going to be, even though Kirsten saw the, the, the gold underneath right from the I beginning. Um, <laughs> but he really like proved to be such an entertaining character, such a great guy. Uh, he's so funny. And so I think a really well-rounded player to, to win the season. I think it's uh, it's the perfect way to, uh, to end the first season of uh, the circle U S. All right, Kirsten, what did you see in Joey from the start? Uh, he's perfect. Uh, he's amazing. Joey, call me. Um, but no, message, like, Kirsten. <laughs> hey, message, Joey. Uh, purple I heard there's guy. like a purple guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so Joey came in and I was like, okay, perfect. He seems like a lovable douche, which is one of my favorite archetypes. And the thing with the lovable douche is in a completely edited show, there are a lot of ways they can be portrayed that are not lovable. And when it just kept happening that we were just getting him shown in such a positive light at every time I was like I think he's got this Mm -hmm. I really think he's got this Uh, it made me just so happy because he just seems like genuine and fun Tim how did you deduce that it was going to be Joey um basically because of Shubham Uh, Shuby I thought he was so devoted he has to put him first yeah um and uh and, and and once I'd worked that out it seemed to me inevitable um, uh, Shuby would not be ranked first by the others, yeah, uh, and, and 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 that automatically throws the whole that, that automatically throws the whole thing. Um, I, because my first thought was that Seaburn was going to win. He was going to win by default because as you get to that point where you've got the last vote, people tend to vote tactically. What was fascinating here was I don't think people did vote tactically, um, and so so we had. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about the other versions. I, I think there's been a Brazilian version, but um, uh, and a French version. But I, this, this is the first non-British version that I've seen, and it's therefore the first circle version where there hasn't been some element of tactical voting in the finale. Yeah, Taryn, I do think um, it's I think interesting that uh, that Joey seemed like he was the person preaching loyalty day day one and we were all in this but from the start and so he sort of i felt like fostered that type of environment of hey we're a family and it's it's not strategic uh but then he was the person that said and said he was not going to vote tactically yes and then in the bathroom he starts talking tactically and uh, and and apologizing and defending himself But, uh, but 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 i felt in the end he was he was quite honest 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was really, really interesting. Um, and, and Tim makes a great point, which is that in previous seasons of The Circle, we have seen much more tactical voting in the finals uh, than I think we saw here, which is so interesting because in the UK, they're not used to strategy being a part of reality shows. And it's often looked down on, whereas in the US, it's kind of revered. And going into this season, I think a lot of people were anticipating more strategic and cut throat gameplay. And we saw some of that, that they were talking about alliances and strategy. But in the end, they turned out to be more uh, just sort of like genuine with their final rankings, which is a, a kind of a strange end result. Um, but it did seem like it was perhaps Joey, who was one of the slightly more strategic final voters uh, than the rest, which could be the reason he won. I mean, certainly he had been rating Shuby up there at number one for a while, almost put Shuby at number four, ended up putting him at number two, which is probably what gave him the win. If he had put Shuby at number one, I don't think, I think Shuby probably had won, would have won. Mary, what's been your reaction to Joey's win? Um, I, I was happy with Joey's win. I predicted it right at the moment before they announced the winner, when it came down to Shuby and Joey, I was like, mm, I'm just going to go a, ahead and write this in. It's are you Joey. a psychic? I, you know, it's amazing, right? Quite a roller coaster of emotions watching like six episodes in a day, back to back to back. But overall, the whole, my biggest takeaway with this show in general is the lack of skepticism that people were having within the relationships. Unless you were pretty much known that someone was calling called out as um, being a catfish, or the one time that Sammy questioned Chris, even when Chris was being genuine, that was pretty much the only time very few people questioned any of the real players who are playing themselves on their relationship at all. Whereas I feel like if I was playing, I would constantly be not second guessing if someone was real, but if the conversations we were having was real and if the bonds we were having was real. And so that's the thing I was surprised about the most. And I think that definitely led into their rankings that were pretty honest and emotional based just because they didn't really have that much skepticism toward the end of who each other was. Tim, can you speak to that in terms of those uh, relationships that people have in the in the circle in terms of how much trust is had between people, not just about uh, who they are, but about what they're saying? Yeah, I, I, I can only really speak about this from from personal experience, because you, you, you don't get uh, looking at it. This is really the first time I've seen an entire show. No, it's the second time I saw the first. Mm-hmm. the first British series in its entirety, but I didn't fully understand it. This time, I think I understood it. Um, you don't get that sort of insight into the characters that we get when we're actually playing it. Because what seems to happen in the circle is you lose that concept of time and you lose the concept of the outside world. So suddenly you find yourself clinging to these other personalities. Um, And I'm not sure at what point that happened in the American series, but um, it's the point at which at which alliances seem less important than friendships. And Shuby got it very early on. Seaburn definitely got it. I think Chris had it. Um, Joey had it in abundance very early on. And, um, uh, and, and, and so it made characters like Tammy and Ed stand out. Tammy and Ed never quite got it. But mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> were they superb catfishers? Um, I, and you, no, I, I saw it. Wow, you actually worked out about Rebecca. Um, 
And uh, I, um, I, there was so much about uh, Seaburn that simply didn't ring true. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, but nobody in, in the main group, they just didn't question it because they were sort of clinging to this, uh, to this alternate reality. Yeah. Uh, these are the only people you can access. We, we talk about that a lot. Yeah, we talk about that a lot in shows like Big Brother or Survivor, where perception is reality in these shows. And I feel like the players create their own reality. And that's why when a player like Ed comes in late, he's not a part of that reality. And so in some ways, he sees it uh, in a much more clear way than some other people are able to. And you even saw Sammy refer to that to some degree. She's like, I feel like I have uh, beer goggles on um, yes. and that you might have a clearer yes. perspective mm-hmm. of this, Ed. But can, could I also add that because because the players because the contestants can't see each other, this this sense of an alternate reality seems to be heightened. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I actually yeah. I, I have experience playing a game that was very similar to this, where everybody was a catfish, and you knew going into it that everyone was going to be a catfish and playing as a fake person. But even then, I found myself at moments not wanting to vote people out because I had gotten attached to the picture of the person that I was looking at, knowing that they're a fake person and that's not who they really are. But because I knew who the picture of the person was, I was attached to that. And there was someone playing as me. And I wanted to get them out because I didn't want them to be too many in the game. So it works both ways. Well, and it's the thing too, like when we watch a lot of shows like Big Brother and Survivor, yes, you're sequestered away from the outside world, but then you're released in this group of people and you have body language and these physical, you know, things that can give you inclination. But the actual sequester part of it is like, it takes you away from everything. And even like my time in sequester, like I think if I saw like my main handler from BB can sequester in the street, I w- would probably tackle him and be like, Oh my God, this is the man that brought me breakfast every day and was the per- one person I could talk to. And even though it was his job, we're not friends. Like it's, you create those bonds and they feel so real because you're stripped away from literally everything. Um, but one other thing I wanted to say is everyone sitting here saying they didn't vote tactically, they voted based on emotion, all of this. But I don't think that you can really separate it that much. Like what we see in these shows is people vote for the people that they like the most. And I think everyone probably just had faith that their relationships were the strongest and didn't think it mattered as much is probably more so kind of where it comes from. Uh, and the other thing is it's just, it's, it's just hard. Like we also didn't see them actually build the relationships. Cause I feel like the pacing of this was all off, especially towards the end. So like we could have seen more of those relationships and it would maybe make more sense. Yeah. Tara, we didn't get the votes, but can we assume that, you know, Joey just had the best friends in uh, Shoe Bomb and Sammy and then Chris was kind of too cold and didn't really have uh, number one votes from anybody and that J- Joey, by voting tactically and not putting Shoe Bomb first, that was the difference maker for him? Yeah, I mean, they didn't release the, as far as I'm aware, they haven't released the actual rankings that everybody did, but we went over them uh, in the final recap that we did for episode 11, um, and I sort of like 
uh, filled in the blanks from what we didn't see to try and figure out where the votes might go. And based on that, uh, it was going to be very close between Shuby and uh, and Joey, with Ed potentially as the deciding vote. Uh, where, where you know whether or not Ed is going to put Joey ahead or Shuby ahead, um, and a lot of it was the fact that um, you know uh, Rebecca was getting a was got a last place from Joey, I believe, uh, and then she got a bunch of like fifth place, fourth place, so she was completely out of it. Chris, it seemed like Chris never really managed to fully connect to that core group. His his people that he connected with ended up getting cut, like Mercedes and Sean to some degree, mm-hmm. uh, and so the people that he was close to, they kind of left, and he was kind of left without uh, any support in that final group. So it really did come down to uh, Shuby, Joey, or Sammy. Um, and then for Sammy, really, I think one of the, the killers for Sammy was Ed, for some reason, putting her at number four, um, saying that other people worked harder. I don't know where that came from. And and Joey and Sammy, I think, were the two people when you're looking, especially at this final five, who they didn't necessarily have the strongest one on one relationships with any person left, but they had the most across the board relationships, whereas Chris was a little bit lower on that. Sammy was a little bit lower than Joey. And then Joey had the best, whereas, you know, that Shuby and Rebecca had a very tight bond and you know that Chris at least felt like him and Sammy had a bond. So you almost want to be everyone's number two. Oh, yes. Well, and that's the thing, too. Yeah, with Shuby having been an influencer so many times, that kind of puts something in the back of your head. You're like, well, I don't want to vote him first because he's already had power so many times. If I put him first, that could be the deciding factor that wins him the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Being an influencer is not a, is not a pleasant experience. You, you know that somebody is coming for you with a knife to the back. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I, in, in, in my series, I was an influencer, I think all, all, all but one, one time, um, <laughs> it was horrible. Um, and, and each time I, I groaned. So I know, I know what Shuby was saying there. Um, I, 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 I expect every time after I'd been an influencer, I expected that to be my, my, my last day. Tim, um, do you, do you see anything that Shuby could have done differently that would have been the difference to beat out Joey in the end? No, no. Um, Shuby's, Shuby's fate was sealed by his devotion to, jo- to Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm afraid that there was nothing he could do. Um, and, and, and that's to his credit, really. I, um, what lovely guys. Um, if anything, I just wish that Joey had been as devoted to Shuby as Shuby clearly was to Joey. Um, that might have might have made the difference, as, uh, as Taryn was saying. But yeah. I, I think um, I, I think even then it wouldn't have been quite enough. Well. Um, it- it it really is at the end there. Uh, it's it's like one big prisoner's dilemma where you know it's it really is like the person that kind of maybe betrays their friends just even just a little bit is yeah. usually the one that wins the game, uh, and the people that stay loyal uh, are usually second, third, whatever. Um, but if everybody stabs their friend in the back, 
then some random not liked person is going to win the game. So, yeah, so uh, exactly. Ed, Ed, Ed absolutely could have won. If all of them were thinking tactically, they all would have put Ed number one thinking, well, everyone else is going to put him last. And then Ed could have won the game. And that's that's what's really interesting to me about the final right rankings. Um, uh, but it, but it, as we said, it, it did seem like this time people weren't really thinking along those lines too much. Could, 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 I, could I ask uh, the the panel yes, here? Um, so I, I know there wasn't a popular vote for the American version, but if there okay. were a popular, I wasn't vote, sure where if, you were going there for a second. If we if we could do the popular vote, who do you think would win? Could could we all have a vote? Well, so they they do have uh, they have uh, an America's popular vote uh, thing going on. Um, oh, I think so it's not going to get one. It'll yeah. be announced tomorrow, right? The winner. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, so we so we mustn't anticipate that. Yeah, um, so there's the there's the fan favorite coming, uh, and I voting ends tomorrow. Yeah, I think they said it would be released on like the nineteenth. Oh, okay, well, then it ends on the seventeenth. I knew the seventeenth was involved. I just yeah, did not know how. Yeah, I think um, they said they were going to announce it on like Instagram or something. Yeah. So, well, uh, I mean, but, where but else the, are they going to announce it? They're going to the, fly them all back to the UK. <laughs> just put a little stinger at the end of the Netflix series. Um, but uh, I believe the winner of that is going to get ten thousand dollars, and I would expect Shuby to take that one. Oh, oh God, yes. It's the thing is though, it's like Shuby's not like universally loved and if people yeah. have like another favorite and they're splitting their votes it could happen i don't know i like i wasn't the biggest juby fan personally but i know lots of people do like him i don't know i liked what him at first joey? that joe you don't think joey would get consideration for this i think joey would be up there joey's who I, i've been voting for i think i think that uh prior to the finale a lot of votes could be going to joey but i think that once joey has already won uh the game mm-hmm. i think that people will be like well we want to give you know the extra 10k to somebody else maybe, um, but maybe. i don't know how many votes are coming in after the finale versus prior to the finale because yeah, you just get one vote a day ah so 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 uh, because because i think chris made a very good case for votes uh with with with, with, with his appeal for his mother's teeth and his little house yeah. <laughs> um, which was emotionally emotionally very strong um uh, but otherwise, my vote would go for Shuby. Can we talk a little bit about the actual finale format? Because I, I have to say that I, I did feel like what that. Was there an audience? There, well, there was an audience. <laughs> it was just we got I catfished found the, with an audience. <laughs> like they did the final ratings, and then there was an episode and a half of show left. Yeah, and it just felt like the pacing felt all off yeah. on this last batch. Oh yeah, I have to say, Tara, I, I've you know I, I love the circle. Uh, I thought the first two weeks were spectacular. Uh, I thought that this week, uh, I thought kind of dragged. Uh, I know that people uh, did not like uh, filters on the photos, but I felt like there was a lot of filler in this week of circle episodes. <laughs> yeah, it, it it felt that way. I think that it, I think that stems from the fact that they in a lot of ways, I think sped up the first couple of episodes yeah. um, in order to fit everything in. But it turns out everything was not much because in the second, the last two episodes, there wasn't much to show. Um, so there was a difference between season one and season two of the UK, where the UK season two, uh, they had live shows every week um, that took place in that studio uh, and were hosted by uh, Gemma from uh, S- S- 
Big Brother uh, UK, and um, and they were, in my opinion, very boring. Uh, and this 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 uh, the Circle US Netflix did not have those, and instead they made up for it in this final episode where they did the sort of like quote-unquote live sort of presence on the stage so sort of thing but oh, yeah. here's the, here's i mean here's one of the things is that in this circle uk that whole studio was filled with people it was like a lounge area with people sitting in chairs and when people when the cast walked out there was like a whole crowd like that they were like high-fiving on the way out and in this version uh they were just completely not Gemma. i'm sorry i don't yeah. know what her name was emma. um <laughs> I, what is it I, she was called emma she was lovely emma I'm she's sorry. amazing yeah. I, I uh, wonder if they do another circle for Netflix. I, I mean, could they do a live reunion show? I mean, uh, I, I know that they film it in the in the UK, but I, that that live finale doesn't need to be in, in the UK. I don't know why they couldn't do that in the United States if they if they wanted to. I mean, like the first season of Survivor, they filmed the finale out there. And then the second season, OK, we're gonna have a live reveal show for and have an audience there and everybody could be they don't have to pretend do you, do you think is that possible Taryn? you think they'll do it the same way if they do another circle i mean I, I think that if they did have a live finale they would just fly the cast back out to the uk because that's where all the production team is mm-hmm. um but uh but I, I think that they absolutely could do that uh but uh, i mean i think just money wise it probably just makes sense to do it right there just just bring an audience like, I just, like audience. they don't they haven't seen the show the audience the audience is like wait what who are these people it's just, just the, it the production or, or, crew could sit in seats really really sorry what they should do i'm i'm recommending like imperfect solutions to a bad idea in the first place just don't have this fake yeah. sort of studio finale just bring them out to a quiet set like a big brother sort of uh you know prior to big brother having a big audience um <laughs> just like a nice little quiet like hey we're gonna talk to l all the people from the circle. Yeah, I, I would like to think that this season one Netflix American circle is like a beta version, trying to get interest so that we can fix a couple things for the next time. In general, I loved it. I agree about the first two weeks being great. I think there were a lot of things that went off the rails. I mean, let's start with Tammy and Ed and like end there also. But I mean, yeah. it, it, like I would love a version and I, I don't know if this would ever happen where people who come in later, maybe not the last person, but people who come in after that first group have a fighting chance. And even if it's just a fighting chance in the eyes of the audience, because we've had more episodes with them, like fill up more episodes yeah. that take place with more people and have the last couple episodes. You don't need to keep adding people when there's two episodes well, left. Yeah, because Kirsten, uh, that we could have just ended the show after six episodes. It was like, we got the six episodes. Okay, it's so, all right. And now let's bring in a bunch of more people well, and then get rid of those same people. No, like, I think that what happened here, though, is like in this particular group of people, the ones who came in new just weren't able to infiltrate that, you know, alliance structure. But in another season with different people, someone new could come in and have a chance. We like we we seen that happen before but but as an avid you know bachelor in paradise viewer Mm -hmm. the core cast that starts in the beginning is always going to be the most loved by the audience and even though that's another show that only in real life takes like two weeks and only runs on tv for a couple weeks 
the the newcomers, maybe you get one person who's comes in in a later week who lasts for a while. But generally, those people are in and out. They go on a date. They get voted out immediately. Tim, are you familiar with Bachelor in Paradise? I, I, I'm, I'm not. It sounds wonderful. I have so much homework to do. You're going to have to give me lists of things to, to watch for homework. I'm very good at homework. But I was going to say, look, in, in the version of the circle that I was in, um, we had two characters, Paddy, who actually won it. He came in late. And Ella, who uh, was simply adored by people in the circle and by the viewing public, both of them came in late. Um, and so, 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 so I think the, the, the second British version defied that, um, uh, that analysis. However, the first British version is actually bang on. It's exactly what you see here in the American version. The, 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 the newbies didn't really have a fighting chance and the original core group really clung together until the end. Yeah, now that anyone going into season two of The Circle will have seen The Circle before, I think that it will make it a lot more interesting and a little bit more dynamic and newcomers will maybe come in with a little bit more of a plan than uh, happened this time because I feel like they just didn't know what to do. And the other thing is they just didn't show us that much of the actual relationship building because of the way the episodes are released. I think they could have just cut the entire reunion crap. They could have had the winner announced after they shortly after they all met each other at the dinner. And they could have had like an hour more time throughout the series to actually show us who these people were. And I think we'd understand it better. But again, because in this alliance structure, the original people were the ones who succeeded. We were always going to get to know them way, way, way better. Because why would they waste time introducing us to people who are about to go home? Because they were. And Taryn, I couldn't believe when they did a uh, a complete montage of like resetting, like what the show is. Like, yeah, we just watched it. Yeah, I. We didn't I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I am never this person, but I actually fast forwarded through wow. that part. What was that for? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was actually in the Pacific time zone for this release on vacation. I stayed up until midnight to watch it all live. I was like, I'm not getting spoiled. I'm watching it all. And I watched the first three episodes. I was gripped. I fell asleep during the fourth episode, and it's not just because it was four this in the morning. Netflix. It's not like anybody just tuned in in episode twelve. <laughs> it really, it really was like remember three months ago, except it was actually two weeks ago when uh, you saw all of this. And especially for me, I, I took copious notes on every episode, and I talked about them for hours. So I really don't need to see this. Well, it's and that's not like the average viewing experience. <laughs> I didn't say it was. I said for me. And, and look, I, oh, I, I think it's the average viewing experience, Darren. I if, if, yeah, if the sample size is Tim and myself, then it really is the average viewing yeah, experience. I don't think that's though. statistically significant. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I was okay with the montage of like, oh, the best of Seaburn and the best of Sammy hating flirting. That's all great. Yeah. But I don't need to see best of how the game works day one again. And, and I will say they did this right and they did not do it right in the Circle UK season two, which is that when they showed the uh, each player's montage, they actually had like a little bubble showing reactions from the players as they watched what was happening. We did not get that in the UK and I was that very disappointed about that. So I'm glad that they, yeah, they managed I, that this time. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't shown any of my past experiences. Yeah. Um, I, 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 oh, so it was edited in after for the UK one then? 
I think I think in the UK it wasn't it wasn't player specific. It maybe it was it was maybe more like uh, like here were some moments here were a lot of the catfish yeah. moments. I think so. Yeah. Tim, it was also it was weird that there were people that were all the people that were out of the game that they were they were hanging out there and it was like that they had already been like up to date on everything that happened and I don't even understand how yeah, that was that point, like when this finale was like, filmed had they seen the show all of these people I don't know it seems like you know no like, like yeah I think, like, I, I think they must have been oh gosh that's interesting isn't it like Alana and and Antonio were like up to date on everything that happened like through the end of the show it's like how. Honestly, they probably, I mean, they were, they're just sitting in sequester somewhere, right? So they probably were, maybe not completely sequestered because it didn't matter that much. But but yeah, maybe they just gave them some clips to keep them up to date in order for them to have uh, 30 seconds of airtime on the finale. I'm disappointed that um, Bill didn't get his chance to go and basic Bill. That was Kate. Bill had such a weird arc because he came in as like, I'm a basic white guy. I'm a nice person. Last week, we were like, you know what? It actually seems like a real disadvantage for him to come in late because he seems so nice. Best and friend then, Bill. Yeah, best friend Bill. Classic. Uh, and then this time he came in and was like, these people are too nice. Why are they playing the game? And I was like, we've never seen you talk to one person, Bill. He went like, to the dark side like very quickly. Like, William, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, he had a whole character arc that we just never saw. <laughs> Considering the fact that him and Alana got about the same amount of airtime on the show, he at least got a better question at the finale than Alana, which was just like, so you still like tacos? She got the classic <laughs> taco every day. You I, think, I, you I think fun, Alana right? got more airtime than Bill did overall. Oh, that's sad. Tim, did I you like, like Bill? You were a big Bill fan? I, well, I didn't really know Bill. Um, <laughs> Nobody does. I, Who is Bill? Like, sorry to this man. Disease, aren't we? Did you like Bill? Have you got Bill? Um, oh, I, I don't have Bill. Um, but, <laughs> um, I don't really know Bill. Um, and, and, and I feel that's, a, that, that, that's to my disadvantage. I'm sure Bill's lovely. He looked very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But didn't really get much more than a sort of um, picture. Imagine if you knew the whole cast beforehand and you drafted Bill, <laughs> and that's just all you have. Yeah. Uh, Tara, I also thought that then Bill sort of like made Adam like less crazy. Like I feel like that once Bill showed up, then Adam also was like, "All right, I got I got to be more like uh, like heartfelt," and uh, that for whatever what? reason, like he like ruined Adam. Yes, Adam's wardrobe. <laughs> he ruined Adam. Yeah. No. Adam ruined Adam by being the worst. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He kind of won me over by the end. I no. was like, I wanted to see more Adam. Yeah. I'm like, Taryn, I'm really sorry to hear about your Stockholm syndrome, but like, this is not okay. I um, was so hard on him at first, but I was like, I actually, I just want more because it was so fun no, to make fun no, of him. No. The one thing I, I kind of feel bad about for him is he probably wore overalls at one point in the casting process, and then they were like, overall guy what he has to wear all the time yeah tim you liked adam well i i did he i, I warned to him i'm wondering if this is perhaps a guy thing but i i but i i was terribly disappointed oh, that's why rebecca liked him <laughs> yeah. I, I was terribly disappointed when when his strange um tie-dye stuff disappeared <laughs> um and i thought oh my god well, he'd also, therefore, like Bill, gone over to the dark side, though in his case it was a sartorial statement um, <laughs> rather, than a, rather than a sort of spiritual 
journey. Um, I mean, I, he did seem very odd, very, very odd. But uh, I warmed to him again when he met, um, who did he meet? He, he, he met Seaburn. He, 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 he met Seaburn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was just so lovely. And the two of them were so lovely together. And I thought, why, why don't you just play yourselves? You're just so nice. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a good jumping off point to talk about the downfall of Seaburn slash Rebecca, who came into week three in a very good spot. A number of people on the panel felt like that Rebecca was going to be the winner one week ago. Taryn, I know you talked about this on uh, the uh, the recaps uh, this week. I think you uh, specifically got into it uh, with Lita in terms of like pinpointing the downfall of uh, Rebecca going back to the uh, decision to get rid of Adam. Uh, Mary, did you have any thoughts on that when Rebecca decided to break up with Adam? Yeah, this is just not. I mean, this was bad strategy. Yeah, like you have the one per, like the one good thing about Adam being in this game. Because I disagree with y'all. I'm with Team Kirsten on this one. That was I never applauded so loud. At that. I literally cheered. I woke up my sister at two in the morning because I was like, "Yes!" But guess what <laughs> happened after Adam left? It was boring. That was editing. <laughs> but look, it was, but but yeah, you have the one person who at least is going to, even if it's all fake, think they've got you, and yeah. it's more important that someone thinks they've got you than you've got them like it doesn't matter if you actually like them so that's that's really the most you can hope for in one of these games is you just want to be everyone's best friend and adam thinks you love him and you can just you know yeah. talk about sir bear bear and things will be great and then rank him you know sixth at the end it's fine you don't <laughs> yeah. need to do this you jump to the gun too early well, he, I said, think that, it just he happened. said that was the problem it he happened said- at like the exact time though with the sean stuff where i feel like seaburn felt maybe a little guilty if that was the decision. I, I, that's, that's fine i get that i get that all that you can you can feel guilty later though wait till you've won and then yeah. you can feel guilty hun you came in fifth seaburn so. I, think, I, I think he felt he uncomfortable I, he was saying like the problem is i think he's getting yeah. true feeling he got, for the he, he got, he got too weird like a normal person and don't you don't need to fall in love with him you don't need to be in fake love with him just be in like with him and have that you could have too heavy you didn't need to have your heart ripped out every two seconds Rebecca's afraid of commitment okay it was no it was such a thing where the way Seaburn played Rebecca felt so one note that I don't think he had any other idea of how he could relate to a straight man in the game outside of a flirty way like it was just such a one dimensional view of a woman been patched up this morning because of my best friend Shuby. I'm so disappointed that the love of my life that I knew for two days is gone. At least I have this bear to remember him by. <laughs> Mary, can you stop doing your Betty Cooper impression? Solid gold. <laughs> I'm, I'm, am I allowed to add something here? That yes, I think, Tim. Please I, do. I, I think Seaman's real problem was 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 was, was not his problem. Um, uh, was, 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 was not his sort of romantic um, nonsense, but the fact that he hadn't really read and digested um, Hamlet. Hamlet. <laughs> Hamlet. And, 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 and he, sh- he should have a look at the play scene where Hamlet puts on the play and then he turns to his mother and he says, 
Um, and, 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 and the player queen and the player queer and the player king are, are, are sort of flirting together. And she says, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he turns to his mother and he says, Madam, how like you the play. And his mother says, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> and it's a, word, it's a little sentence which I think he should have taken to heart. Um, yes. Because he really laid it on so thick. I mean, I've seen, I, 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 I've, it, it, it was like an entire jar of marmalade poured on the table. <laughs> and, it, well, I mean, and Seabird's real problem here, obviously, is that, that, you know, he got a little bit of bonding with Sammy, who at least felt, okay, this girl's emotional, but not for me, but I buy it. And he, you know, had that brother-sister relationship. His real problem was that he didn't have any kind of depth with Chris at all. And no, I he didn't have any depth at all. <laughs> he didn't have a surface level friendship with Chris. He was like, Chris and Rebecca were like those friends at the party who they don't know each other and you don't want to be left in the room together because you're only mutual friends with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so if everyone else like has to leave, you kind of just sit there awkwardly like, so Shuby's great, right? Joey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What brought you here? That's uh, kind of their relationship. Really they're the sort of people who would probably find themselves saying, Oh, and what's your name again? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, who do you know? <laughs> what? So, I circle, huh? Make any effort. Neither <laughs> of them made any effort. Yeah. Um, and it, it rather sad, rather sad, actually. I, uh, but did they ever, did they ever in the entire series have a, have a, have a private conversation? Sir, I think if they did, it, it, it wasn't relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, That's I don't recall it. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I can't recall yeah. when they made an like edit. A, like, a, yeah, exactly. If it's if it happened, it didn't matter, so we didn't see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, am I allowed to say one one one, one other thing about? You're allowed the, to say whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, you like it, Adam? No, 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 yeah, I'm you can't say that. Why, I'm trying to remember why I wanted to say this. Uh, uh, it was something about. Oh yes, it was about the live shows. Uh, and, and Taryn was uh, very, very dismissive of them. I, I, I think possibly, possibly correctly. I've only ever seen, I think, two of them. Um, but, um, uh, but, 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 but there was one particular contestant who I, who I adored in my, in, in my series called Psy. He was a farmer. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I blocked him. And I, I had to lie on the floor for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he's so dreamy. How dare you? I know. How dare I? You're I, so I thought, cute. I was forced into. You're saying I'm cute. No, Ty. Well, you're cute too, yeah. but I meant Ty was cute. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, I, I I felt in the actual show the the bits I saw of Cy, except for the wonderful conversations we had that were never aired about tractors, and I I, I think they were considered a bit niche. Um, but they um, but but when he was on the sofa with Emma in the live show, he really came to life, and he was the soul of that of that live show. He was just scintillating um better than he was in 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 the actual circle so what what you need to bring that live show to life is somebody like sai yeah Uh, and there there wasn't anybody like that i Um, agree i I think the best parts of the live show in the circle uk season two was when they were talking to past circle members or just showing the regular because <laughs> what we want to, we want to see the show that we like, which is watching the people in the circle um, and uh, you know, watching like pundits talk about it is the job of podcasts, right? So um, <laughs> I'll take our job. <laughs> 
Oh no. Well, but there was also like with the live shows in the UK, they had like celebrity guests. And so yeah, was- I know there was the week when Courtney Act came I in guess. was iconic. Yeah, it was just like they had so many amazing people talking about it and it added something to it. But I think the main element as well is having the actual live aspect. People are watching an episode every single night, pretty much, and they're really getting drawn into the world and because there are so many episodes you can feel like you actually get to know people so when it comes time to the live show the audience there is electric and so excited about it and that adds something instead of being like and here's a highlight clip okay recorded clapping like it just it fell so flat being pre-recorded with no audience but adding an audience wouldn't even add the same thing because they wouldn't be as invested as the UK audiences. Also, I, I do think it's unfair to say that we didn't see the audience there because uh, I do think there there was in fact a moment where we saw the entirety of the studio audience uh, when they came to grab those couches, and I thought they were doing a great job. So <laughs> I just think we should applaud them. Yeah, and why do we need <laughs> to see them grab the couches? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is very surreal. Why is this happening? The other thing you could do to at least make the finale more exciting is give us the impression that you are recording the finale right after that dinner table time Mm. that they had. Bring back the whole cast. I assume you've sequestered them there. I don't know. Bring them all back, put them in a room, and then show us clips of the show and they finally get to watching each other's reactions right after it's happened. That could be interesting. You don't need an audience. Well, just to build on that, I feel like that the dinner and the reunion show, I felt like were were it was anticlimactic to have both of them. Uh, could they yeah. skip the dinner and go right to the reunion? You can skip the dinner because they didn't eat. I mean, you sat no, at this table. There was a cheese plate. No yeah, one touched. The, one big, the point of it is to so that people see who's a catfish, right? And so yeah. wouldn't we get that when Seaburn walks out at the reunion show? Yeah, but then that's like it's nice in the like table environment because they bring Seaburn out, you know, second. So we get the first reaction. And then as every consecutive person comes in, you get all of the different reactions to it. And in that setting, because they're still like just them together, it feels like a really raw moment of learning something. And I feel like if that happened on the stage, it wouldn't mean as much. I think they should have just done everything in that table atmosphere because it feels like more intimate and like you feel more of a yeah. connection to that moment. I did yeah. love it when when uh, it was Seabird walked in and uh, uh, Shuby was like Joey, and I thought that would, that would be hilarious if Seabird was catfishing as Joey the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Like my persona. Hey, buddy. That's the yeah, use. Buddy. It's yeah, buddy. What are you talking about, Mary? I don't know, man. It's been too long. Also, performer said that this was created at all recently. Just go back and watch the slip and slide competition from this past season of Big Brother, and you can hear it about 6,000 times. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Yeah, yeah buddy. Uh, I think the DJ I mean, Pauly D started it like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. This is not, this is not new and. I'm a little over it. Yeah, That's- Tim, what were you? Oh, you're say? a little over it. I, I, I was going to say that the the the, um, the the meeting over the dinner table. Yes, uh, seemed to me to be all skewed. Um, I wasn't at all excited by the uh, reunion uh, by the by the meeting of Shuby and uh, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. The, the real emotion appeared when Sammy came in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't you think. 
Yeah, I, I felt like Shuby was ho- holding back. I felt like he was really, I think he was hurt and annoyed in that moment, but he didn't want to hurt Seaburn. And so he was like, no, it's totally fine. But kind of like on the inside, he was like, it's, it's not totally he's fine. Like, he's not smiling. He's baring his teeth. He goes, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and Seaburn uh, is like, I'm so glad. This, yeah. I'm so glad that you're totally okay with my, this. My he's like, yeah. thing is people yeah. being 100% genuine, but this doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. It's like, it, he's, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because uh, I, 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 I got to know you. It didn't matter. It was a completely different person. And, and that's, too. And that's sort of like I think one of the best moments in any season of the circle was the dinner for season one uh, because there's like an there's an intimacy there and there's uh, some genuine reactions that are that are really great um, and I feel like we we didn't quite get get it uh, here um, you know it, even just like some of them came in and they were like who are you uh, I'll deal with you later hey Shuby yay like. It just there. There wasn't enough reality. Like, I feel like uh, Americans don't want to be duped. They they don't want to like, like uh, yeah. Like they don't want to be like, oh my god, I had no idea. Like Chris comes in like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're the catfish. Uh, yeah, it makes me so of, pleased. The number of times though, Chris looked at everyone else and individually said, "I'm so glad that you're yes. real," and then just ignored. <laughs> Seaburn over there. It's like, you're great too. Yeah. I'm so I felt glad you're so, real, Sammy. I yeah. felt so bad for him. <laughs> oh, I think it, that he, it was sort of like a, a slight of like, oh, I'm so glad you're a catfish yeah. because that you, what you, what you were saying made no sense. Like, I'm so glad. That, <laughs> it's that like, wow, you were not a real person. That you were, something was wrong with you. So glad that you're a catfish. <laughs> but the, but the, the two big emotional moments in that, in that scene were um, Sammy's entrance and then Joey's entrance. Mm-hmm. Joey came in with such with such force. It was um, I mean, uh, in, in 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 the circle two in in the British one. It, it was Woody coming in with such incredible um, vivacity, mm-hmm. and and and, and both, both Joey and Woody are tall tall guys, yeah. and that probably helps. Um, but um, I, I felt the, the the real emotion should have been with Seaburn. And it wasn't. And, and that, that I felt was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Kirsten, how much do you think that uh, Joey and Shuby are going to hang out in real life? How many times do you think they've hung out since the uh, wrapping of the circle? Over I'm, under half a time. Um, I'll take the over on half. But I think if you said one and a half, I'd have to think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I mean, you know if you what? don't count like the rap party. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, what we all have all learned is Joey has all kinds of friends. It doesn't matter if they're different yeah. from them. He has to be friends with them. He thinks people that are like him are very annoying. I thought that was very endearing. Uh, yeah. Once again, Joey, call me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see the the long term like best friendship doesn't doesn't feel quite real yeah. by me. the way if anybody missed it taryn and i had the opportunity to talk with joey on oh. uh, monday yes tim, uh, yes tim missed it i think no, no, tim K- K- kirsten kirsten K- joey if you're there call me message <laughs> joey call tim call tim can we have a podcast can we have a chat i'd like to be invited for that chat message, tim. Tim. come along come along um yeah the more the merrier 
Yeah. Okay, well, be sure to check that out in our Circle podcast feed. That was uh, very fun to uh, catch up with uh, Joey. He had uh, both Taryn and myself uh, cracking up. Yeah, and, and speaking of uh, people wanting Joey to call them, uh, Miranda, I thought was hilarious the whole night uh, because I kind of got the sense from her that she was like, like, this is going to be such a great moment for Joey and I to like reunite finally. Um, and like, she was so excited for her. She even like ran in, but like sort of similar to the dinner where it's like, there's so much else to do that. She just kind of like, he never really had a moment with her. And I felt bad for her because uh, she, 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 it really felt like she was like, you know, she, I think she had expectations that, uh, yeah. We did get the lovely Miranda sexy voice. At one yes. She had one little line. What was I her line? It was, but it was lovely. It was very memorable because we all know exactly what it was. And so we don't have to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it, Kirsten? I know. I tried. I couldn't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, that, that's the problem. But, yeah, was, on, on the subject of lines, yes. can I, can, yes. I, can I, there, there seem to be two things which, 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 which were so dominant. I made a note of it. Um, Everything was all on the same page. Did, uh, did you notice that this line was constantly being repeated? Uh, I'm on the same page. We're all on the same page. Blah, blah. And then there was this obsession with poultry. Poultry? Um, my, my eggs are all in the same basket. I've got my eggs are in your basket or something. All, all, this, all this farming imagery. Hmm. Where was Sai to bring up the tractors? Yeah, well, Miranda did want to know how to make uh, poached eggs from Antonio. Oh, yes, of course, I remember. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and he didn't know. You how. know what? You know what? Just make a scrambled egg. Uh, put in some salt and pepper. Uh, who needs to to poach an egg? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Aubrey told everyone on RHP how to poach an egg a few uh, Survivor seasons ago. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can tell you. Put yes. some vinegar in the water, Tim. Come on. No, you don't need to do that. All you need to do is you 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 you, you boil your water, then you then you turn it down, or you take it off the boil, and when it. When when the bubbles have stopped, you put in your eggs, and the things do 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 um, sort of poach beautifully. Then you take them out and you stick them on your toast. You just put in. You take your egg. You open up the trash can. You throw in the trash can. You grab a pop tart. Um, what's a pop? I don't know if that's the same. No, 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 no. Mary, can you explain me what how it works? Mary, can you explain a pop tart to Tim? That he he wants to know what that I think is. that's too graphic for the podcast. It's too is naughty. It right, okay. No, shut up, Taryn. Let Mary do this. Right. <laughs> Enlighten me. Come on. What's well, you know, I don't know if I can do as well as Taryn did. By the way, I have a mug here, and um, it has it has AF on it, which, as we all know, stands for as fudge. Yes, yeah. that's right. I just that was really a miss. Was that last time? That was yeah. a really missed opportunity for actual factual to come up. I was really disappointed. Uh, I, was, I was screaming at you guys. I was like, someone say actual factual. Look, I stick to the facts. I don't make things up like that. Yeah. Uh, so, Merrick, can you describe what a Pop-Tart is for Tim? That he's a, that, that Tim, uh, I love that he's like a sponge. He wants to know everything. That's how he's yeah. become a professor. Can I tell you what I think it would be? Yes. yes. Sure. It would be a friendly prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> In British English. Which makes a lot of sense in the context I put it in, obviously. 
Um, sorry. So tell me what what was a pop, uh, you know, the worst are like. the unfriendly prostitutes. <laughs> that, that's really we uh, call you know, them sex workers now. That's everybody. just a tart tart. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, um, oh gosh, no. I'm not okay. I'm not. Oh, no, that, I don't know if I can top that. A pop tart is a is a breakfast treat. That's like a cracker it's with like some a filling. Yeah. And and if you're you can put it in a toaster and that's how it pops up when it's done. Or if you're lazy like me, you can just eat it raw. It's <laughs> so, so a great replacement for poached eggs. I, my mind was boggling, I'm afraid. Um, but, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, I, 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 I hope we're all on the same page now. We're yeah, definitely on the same um, page. So, Mary, what kind page. of Pop Tart do you eat? I like the kind that has the, the frosting and the sprinkles on it, the strawberry yeah. ones. Oh, okay. the raspberries, binder. <laughs> anyway, look. Taryn, like, Taryn can, can you get us back? <laughs> no, this is over. Sorry, guys. The podcast is done. This is just a, a nice representation of the kind of flirting that goes on in the circle uh, where they talk about Pop Tarts. Um, uh, no, you know, speaking of like on the same page, it feels like it's it, it was interesting noting uh, the, the difference in lingo between the Circle UK and the circle us um and definitely the us version had a lot more of like alliances and and building you know things like that um and on the same page is very much sort of like a euphemism of like trying to say that we are working together toward a common goal without actually saying all of those words um and so i do think there is something to that and sort of uh understanding the language people use to strategize in a game like this uh, this is kind of unrelated, but also related. I don't know. I, just I don't know what's related track, anymore. Kirsten. But the one thing that I would say, not the one thing, but one of the things that the UK uh, circle is just so much better at is because uh, UK slang is so much better than the way that we talk. And mm-hmm. it just adds it adds another element. Well, it's different. So it's fun. Was there a rule put in place at some point that we had to use the word tactics and we couldn't say strategy? Well, well and I think they... I think that that's because they would have maybe watched the UK version and that's mm-hmm. how that type of voting is described is always as tactical rather than strategic and it's yeah. just a difference in in verbiage. Okay. I just want to make sure I got the got the rules right for next time. Hmm. Well, I would hope so. Could I could I redeem myself slightly? I don't know, Tim. You have no need to redeem. It's a squalor. Um, by 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 drawing your attention to the moment when um, who is it now? Um, when Joey saves Rebecca, and 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 and, 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 and I, I I want to plant an image in your in, in your minds if, if if you remember it that smile that spread on Shuby's lips mm-hmm. wasn't it just deeply endearing. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry, Tim. I just don't find Shuby endearing at all. For like the first moment he was on the show, I was like, he's a national treasure. And I tweeted it out. It was a very good tweet. Uh, And then literally like 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, he I don't I don't think he's actually as genuine as he's trying to come across as. I feel like he's saying I'm genuine. Everyone's real. Um, I care when people are real. And I feel like people who are actually real don't have to tell you all the time how real they are. And and so I just, I, I found him very off-putting after the first like 10 minutes of the first episode. Tim, okay, Tim I, I, 
Tim, I apologize. I should have warned you in advance. Kirsten is uh, what we call in the U.S. Uh, a hater. Oh, <laughs> I drank my haterade. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, this I haven't is heard a... this from anybody. No, anybody this is being why... so down on Shuby. But here, this is why I like Shuby because I think Shuby is playing the game just as much as anyone else, and he was playing this naive character yeah, no, of I'm your younger brother. Don't say that to us. Yeah, like, but, be but honest with us. Look, sometimes to get into the character, you you know, you you want to you want to portray that to the audience. He's p- playing that as well. Of I want to be the beloved younger brother who's being so authentically me. You're on a game show, buddy. Like you know what you went on to. You're not going to be just this like magical person. I that's what I really liked about him. Actually, was I thought that he was playing his role the best, and he was actively playing it. And I think if he had not kept telling people like Joey over and over, you know, me and Rebecca, I just love her so much. I support her and brother, sister, blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, it, it, they believed him because of this persona he was putting on. I feel like he genuinely liked Rebecca and knew that that was good for his game. But I think he knew it was good for his game to have that person there and to be the open and honest person the whole time you know, outwardly saying he was like the first person to say, I'm protecting this person. They're my number one, et cetera. I'm going to give it to you at face value. And I think he was playing that. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm just going to die mad did. about it. <laughs> yes, Tim. <laughs> Mary, the warmth couldn't have, uh, the warmth was so genuine in that smile, wasn't it? That's a smile, Tim. You, just, you Tim. just fell for a nice smile, Tim. I'm I, I always fall for a nice smile. <laughs> you I, fell for Adam, so I can't take anything. <laughs> right? I can't anything now. Just, dare just you, rubbing Mary. on my bandwagon feel trousers. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually probably more with you than, than than not, Kirsten, in the sense that I think Shuby is one of the people over the course of all of the recaps that I had, I got the most mileage out of in terms of like, you say one thing, but yeah. it's real easy to point out all like, of the ways that this doesn't add up. Exactly, and the thing that could have made him a lot more compelling, in my opinion, is if, you, like, yes, play this character. If you can get all of the other people in the circle to believe that you care about being genuine and being real, and the bravest thing to do is be real, awesome. But you are sitting in your room, and you could also talk to the camera. You could say something, and then to yourself be like, they don't even know. I say I hate social media but I'm still willing to go on a show about it. Like there's just like a layer there of that just felt disingenuous and I didn't connect to him. And I know that a lot of people connected to him and that's amazing. He's just not for me. Is that on him or the show? Because did we get that kind of attitude from anybody? I think he was I think he was brought onto the show to be that character for sure. And I'm sure that there was times when he was speaking differently to the camera and they didn't show us that because Mm -hmm. they wanted us the audience to see this side of him too i just know like for myself when i think of being on one of these shows i think that the character i have to play would be the younger please protect me show me around i'm just here for you i'm 100 percent kind of person and that that you know would be what i would try to portray in the same way that he did i'm not saying that he was like had this huge game plan and that's not any of his personality mm-hmm. i do think it came from that but i don't think he's 100 percent that all the time either yeah and and i think it's important to to point out that 
everybody tells a story about themselves to themselves and to everyone else. And it doesn't always completely line up with who you actually are or who you come off as to other people. And so when you see inconsistencies like that, you might think that they're being intentionally deceitful or something like that. But really what it is, is that just Shuby sees himself one way and there are probably aspects of himself that he didn't know about or didn't realize were there that maybe he will see it when he watches back. Uh, and they're not even necessarily negative things. I think they're just things that maybe would have surprised him or that uh, just happened to not quite line up. It doesn't make him like a bad person or anything like that. Uh, I think it just it makes him human. And uh, and I think that's maybe part of what people do like in him. I, I, I don't remember seeing um, very much of sort of. The, um, I, I don't remember seeing that uh, should be in vulnerable positions very much. He was always quite bright. Um, except, except one point in one of the last one of the last uh, episodes where he was putting on his trousers, which he looked terribly confused. I thought he was going to and fall was, over. Yeah, when they had the moment, and it was another player talking about how smart Shuby was, and then they showed the scene of Shuby unable to put on his his trousers. Right. He was he did the push ups when nobody else was doing the push ups. Like I, I think that he really did just want to be part of this group as yeah. opposed to that he was actually playing the group the whole time. My problem also might be that I just in general don't like people that are too earnest. So Yeah. In some ways I think that he was almost like the male version of what Rebecca was supposed to be. Like, yeah, so one note? Yeah, well, I think that he was like, uh, you know, the person who was like sort of like the purest heart that was in there in the circle. Uh, and I think that's why it was such a betrayal for uh, for um, Shuby, even though he said it wasn't, was that, oh, Rebecca, who is the sort of like the, you know, the, the, the female version of me in the house actually wasn't what she who she said she actually was. Yeah, I don't know. There was just some kind of a disconnect there. And then to come out and be like, no, I still hate social media and it's still the worst. and I still don't understand it. I was just like, because Rebecca wasn't who she said she was. It's the bubonic plague of our times. Joey was. Yeah. Joey was. Joey was um, was Shuba's soulmate all the way through. Joey was the one who was true to himself. Mm hmm. What, Joey, what, Joey what would have depth as well? He had a lot. There was a lot more, a, a bigger range of characters, and, and even though he had this extraordinary voice um, and, and everything was loud, there, there was variety in what he did and variety in how he appeared. Um, perhaps a lot more so than Shuby. Yeah, I would have been really curious to know uh, what would have stung Shuby more had Joey ranked him number four out of like a sort of strategic ranking uh, or the, the Seaburn Rebecca situation where he was being catfished, but Seaburn was actually loyal and ranked uh, Shuby number one. Well, because he rank him number four, didn't he? He never, he, yeah, he changed it back. He changed it to number two, uh, which I still felt was a little bit strategic, but, um, but, uh, but he almost put him at number four. So wow. interesting. Taryn, what, what's your hottest circle take for the U.S. Netflix? So Kirsten revealed that she is uh, not that into Shuby. Do you have a, a uh, anything that's nearly as hot? I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's probably that I thought Adam was entertaining. Adam was entertaining. <laughs> I, I kind of wish that we had gotten a little bit more uh, from Adam. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Other than that, I'm not, 
I don't. I don't think I have too many. Right, crazy I, I want to say what mine is. Please. I was kind of meh on Sammy. Wow. Oh yes, me too. Thought she was just kind of one note. I uh, thought that she was. Uh, she was just there. What I liked about Sammy was that. I think she was a very accurate representation of how a lot of people do treat social media, though, which is that they they don't say what they're thinking. And she gave us both as the audience saying what she thought, but then typing out, you know, saying in messages a side of her that wasn't completely fake in the same way that Ed was like, okay, I just got to be fake with these messages. Um, Wasn't playing a character either, but was just sort of the nice version of herself. Mm -hmm. I think she knew the things that were required to be said. And I think that's how a lot of people do treat social media. Yeah, maybe you don't actually think everybody looks fire in every picture they post, but you know that you probably should say something nice and then you're going to do it. And also everybody does look fire in everything they post. And if I've ever posted that on your picture, Sure. I, uh, I, uh, I'm actually going to go scroll through my recent <laughs> posts and see what Mary's commented because I think we might have a problem. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> Sammy has inspired me to now anytime uh, somebody flirts with me, I'm just going to be. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, honestly, oh, I hope, I hope it all, uh, like, Mary, hey. <laughs> Sammy's reactions to the way men talk to her uh, are how it feels to talk to men on the internet now. I, I, I pop open Tinder and I go, Ugh. <laughs> that was my that was my favorite part about her i because i was it grossed was, out it was so real like yeah. it's like that is how like a lot of the time how it feels when a dude's like you know what i'm gonna I be like that part of her. i like that part of her personality yeah i think i think she was relatable and maybe yeah. she wasn't the most dynamic or exciting I, yeah. person but i think she was relatable when well, i think that she seemed a lot more interesting in the first couple batches and I think she kind of faded away in this last batch just due to the fact that she wasn't as important in the end game as she had been to that point and like social media she was much more relatable I thought in our videos of watching her than her pictures came across mm-hmm. like I, I think if I was playing with her I wouldn't find as much connection not being able to actually see her and talk to her uh, just because she was one of the few people on the show who was playing or had pictures that were of a very hot person and actually was that person. But, you know, it, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't as over the top. Tim, what were you going to say? Uh, I, I, I actually got, Oh, I do remember. Yes. I, I, I was going to say, um, I, I was very impressed by the way she wriggled when she was talking about men and all this sort of flirty stuff. And, uh, and, and she sort of wriggled into these strange shapes that actually made, Adam Alex's wriggling uh, seem seem really rather modest. Um, I, what Alex can do with his feet is improbable. Um, what, um, what, but, 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 but Sammy was just, oh, it, it was like a sort of it was a visual image of um, you know. I, and I, I, I think I think she deserves credit simply for that because it was just so. She's a contortionist. Is she really in oh, real I'm life? Asking, I'm asking. Oh, right, right. I think I think she's well on the way. She's well, oh, but, no. but then so is so is. Let's I, I, not I, ask I that question, more, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, YouTube, it's okay. do you have any questions for the panel? Any questions for the panel? Um, I'd like to. Is it too soon to talk about that? Uh, what changes do you think we might see if they have a season two of the Circle uh, in the U.S.? Taryn, have you given any thought to that? I mean, 
I, I would hope that the way that it was released will get workshopped. I think that what would you like I, to see? What would be the perfect way to do it? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with just mimicking what they do in the UK, which is dropping one every night, um, you know, during the weekdays, at least, um, or something along those lines, like four per week, just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Same again next week. I, I think that's perfectly fine. I think that Netflix just doesn't isn't used to airing things that mm-hmm. are like sports or reality TV, where there is a big audience that wants to sit down and talk about each episode uh, individually and and discuss what's going on and have a, a sort of communal experience with it. Netflix has always rejected that kind of television, um, but I think it's it's essential to what reality TV is, or at least this kind of reality TV, and. So so I think that I, something like that or um, or, or I don't know, I just workshopped in general, I think would be nice. Um, I wouldn't even mind like drop the first couple uh, at first, maybe maybe two at once, like however you want to do it. But I think that four each week was a little too too big of a chunk to bite uh, off each week. And then um, and then only three weeks, only 12 episodes. The pacing felt a little bit off. So I think in general, just I think it can be stretched out and the release sort of uh, strategy can be tweaked as well. Okay. Um, Yes, Mary. Yeah. My biggest thing that I would like, and I don't know if I've heard anyone talk about this um, on the updates. Maybe people have talked about, about the UK version, at least in this American version, I didn't love that all of the people playing catfish had a very specific type in mind that they were playing as Mm -hmm. they were all playing. And I understand the thought of pretty people, hot people, skinny people, whatever your thing may be models are going to be more universally liked, which is true on Instagram when you're just looking at pictures, but it's not necessarily true when you're talking about friendships, getting to know people, making bonds and playing a game. I would have loved to see both more diversity among the people in the game like the characters that people are playing whether that be their real person or a catfish if you're a catfish playing as like when you take sean for example sean did you need to catfish as a model or could you have just catfished as a different person there's there's an in-between area and another reason why i kind of liked shuby was shuby was one of the only sort of normal average people there it would be nice to see some people you know you can be a catfish but come in and play as random mildly attractive person or something mm-hmm. like and and i know that i know that people say oh hot people sell on tv or whatever but i think diversity among you know ages you know weights you know genders and every every way that you can be diverse would be great and i would have really really liked to see some people try that um i mean especially when you get down to like bill ed and just like all of these people i'm like it's just a mesh of the same demographic of young generally attractive people even whether they be real or catfish or not at that point it didn't even matter to me yeah i i think about that 100 percent. it's i think that something that uh we commented on all all season long which is that everybody was trying to be more attractive everybody i think that like three fourths of the cast were in relationships and every single one of them said they were single going in. Like there was a very clear sort of type that they were looking for. And I love that Shuby called this out on the finale that like there were no 
older people. There was no, there was like nobody over the age of like 34 probably. Um, and so I think definitely, and that's not something that they've had an issue with in the UK seasons. Um, Yeah. Like Jan is a national treasure and like characters like that are, would be so good. Kate and Tammy's iconic. I love Tammy. I wish we had seen Tammy come in as either herself playing as a younger woman or her playing as her son and him not being there. He didn't yeah, add anything to them. the equation. Well, she like, said she came in to connect with the older crowd. Yes, but there wasn't. Yes. But there, yeah, there was no older crowd for her to connect with. And yeah, no, Tammy is iconic. And like more people like that are what we need. Like literally, like Jan from the second season of the UK Circle is a perfect human. The moment she walked in, I is that felt... True, Tim? Oh, I, I adore Jan. When she came to see me, I, we, we just connected in such a in such a strong way, and she's one of the people that I continue to talk to. It was, no, Jan reminded me so much of my mom that every time she talked, I started weeping like a baby, because she just had that kind of, like, emotional connection through the TV yeah. that you don't always feel with the people in this um, US version. Like, I connected with the UK cast a lot better because of the format, because of it's not in weird batches. And that again, everything that they said is what needs to be fixed. And, for next and time. Am I wrong to think that, especially when you're watching a show that goes on for longer, that an audience, while they do like to look at attractive people, don't they also like to look at people that they can identify with? I mean, isn't that a lot of the reasons why you do have the love for like Sammy yeah, and Shuby and stuff? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, think about, uh, you know, f- fan favorites from the, the circle. You've got Alex from season one, you've got Tim from season two, and potentially Shuby here from season uh, from the US like it's the it's the regular it's not it's not the like, you know, 20 something supermodel that is generally the fan favorite. Yeah, and, and I think Kirsten's quite right to, uh, to 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 mention Jan. I think we should have the Jan show. Um, I, I I think she was a spectacular um, addition to the. Well, that's just stealing Taryn's branding. What's Taryn's podcast, the Taryn Show. Um, I would, no offense, Taryn. I'd much rather listen to the Jan Show. Oh, what did I tell you about being a hater, Tim? It's no, I don't hate. I love the Taryn Show. And you know what? The next episode of the Taryn Show, Tim is going to be on. So you're basically saying you don't want to listen to it. Everybody knows that I stand the Taryn show, but I stand Jan more than I've stand a human in a very long time. Like she's just incredible. Jam is very tasty. I said Jan. <laughs> um, so can can could 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 uh, jam in a pop tart, right? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about my little my little descent. <laughs> um. <laughs> there we are. Um, am I am I allowed to go? Yes. Okay, you're not leaving. Oh, no, right? no, 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 I never okay. leave you. Okay. Um, please. And, and Taryn, am I having another talk with you tomorrow? No, I just the, the, the one that we had is going to be released. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'd love to have another talk. I was going to say that the, um, the, the, oh, Mary, you haven't spoken yet. No, it's your turn, Tim. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Um, I, what I was going to say was, in a second series of um, of the U.S. Circle, I hope people will become um, wiser um, and probe more deeply. So, for example, um, who was it? It, it? Was it? It was Alex and Adam have a, had had a dog, and no one asked what breed the dog was. Mm-hmm. And there are all these sort of little little sort of observational things that I think. You know, you, you just want to pick up on those, and you want the you want the contestants to be saying really interesting things. And uh, so, so, in the first series, in the British um, circle, uh, uh, some, somebody asked Freddie about football, and Freddie knows nothing about football, and there was this blind panic uh, from Freddie and probing on the other side, and it was spectacular television, spectacular, and we didn't get anything of that sort mm-hmm. in the American circle, which people weren't probing. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, we needed to investigate why they didn't know who the Jonas Brothers were. I mean, that, that was terrible. Steve, Steve Jonas Jonah was Jonas. a laugh out loud moment. Clayton Jonas was my favorite Jonas. That's Clayton. Um, and, and the the other thing, the other point which I noticed um, towards the end was um, was when Joey was the super influencer, and he came back and told everybody he'd been the super influencer. Mm-hmm. And then who was it now who said that um, uh, who, who, who who sort of said that was something peculiar? Who did he who did he who did he block? I don't Sean. know who he blocked. Sean. Block Sean. Oh, and, yes. and, then, and then she said she said this cryptic thing about people aren't necessarily who who we think they are, and of course um, that that should have been picked up by everybody as as as, as a cryptic comment about. Joey, yeah, um, it, I, I'm it, amazed that Joey survived. Yeah, that point. It felt like she was trying. It felt, it felt, again, sort of a moment where, like, in the moment, she was like, "Oh, I hope you win, Joey," but I'm going to try and thank you right now. <laughs> like, um, yeah. and I it, showed my pic, my real picture. Why did you do this? <laughs> yeah, um, but it it seemed like Sammy was like a little suspicious, but she talked to Ed, and Ed was like, "Nah, Joey's cool." That moment just sort of disappeared. I don't know where it went to. It seemed like a lot of that happened. Like Sammy seemed a little bit suspicious of uh, of Joey. Sammy seemed very suspicious of Rebecca. But over, but like by the time the final rankings happened, they were very high in in her rankings, and it seemed like it it just went away. Yeah, because talking talking to people who are on my series and on the previous UK series. Um, I, I, I found people, the moment we got into suspicion, it was almost impossible to get rid of it. And that suspicion just grew mm-hmm. like sort of um, like, like an omelette. And, um, <laughs> More and it just went everywhere. Um, I'll just talk about today. No. <laughs> one of one of my favorite parts about your season of the circle, Tim, that didn't really make the edit was that in the finale it became very clear that like everybody thought you were a catfish. <laughs> like oh. they were so surprised that you were real because because you're you like how can this guy be real <laughs> i can barely believe tim is real believe it uh, yes and thank you yeah. uh let me bring in a question from Liv uh in the youtube comments uh how much will fans of the show playing the game in a future season affect the voting uh mary do you have any thoughts on this in terms of okay season two of these reality shows okay the first season uh everybody's figuring it out all right second season now the people that watch the first season are playing how much do you think that this would affect a second season of the show well, I first read that as affect the vomiting, so I was confused. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I, I think it it will become more 
tactical. Mm -hmm. I think the moment when Sammy and Shuby were both discussing the potential of getting rid of Chris because um, they could tell that Chris was keeping things close to the vest and was a smart player is something that I expect to see more of in the American version uh, of at least a couple people. And I think that's something where if you ever had a chance where someone new could come in, like an Ed or a Bill, and they somehow had the power to uh, block someone, I think that that would also, they would be the type of person to make that kind of more cutthroat gamer-like move. Uh, move. Um, mm. In terms of the voting throughout, though, I think that we're going to see more people try to make bigger alliances that are, you know, three, four or five people early on uh, since they saw it work this way with, you know, everyone getting to the end, which means if you're a new person coming in, you can't just do the Adam and Rebecca and, you know, put all your eggs in one basket, as it were, you have to, you know, try to spread eggs around. Yeah. Have an egg in as many baskets as possible. (laughs) Here's the thing. I think that the show doesn't focus enough on the strategy of the show to encourage a lot of growth in this, in the meta of this, the, the game. So like uh, you would think, right. That, that strategic elements will come into play, like creating a, a voting block of four or five um, more tactical voting at the end uh, that new players joining the game would all work together. Like, Hey, we, none of us are OGs. We all have to put each other at the top no matter what, because otherwise we'll have no shot, that sort of thing. But I feel like the urgency isn't there because we didn't really focus on the strategic errors of the players in the edit of the show. Mm-hmm. So like when uh, when Shuby puts Joey number one, they didn't edit that like that's the big downfall of Shuby. If not for that, he would have won the game. Instead, it's just like applause. He was genuine. That's great. Joey wins. Everybody loves everybody. Yeah. Um, so. I feel like it doesn't really encourage a lot of aggressive yeah. uh, uh, evolution of strategy. That's a really good point because I, I don't think that the show wants us to yeah. think about the game. I, I think the show is like uh, watching us to, you know, uh, yes, this is the circle, but we're comparing it to, you know, much more of, you know, it, it's not the circle. It's Tinder. It's Facebook. It's, you know, you're thinking about it in terms of like the real life social media as an allegory as opposed to like, okay, what are the things the specific game things people are doing wrong on this show where it's much more about you know laughing at adam uh, uh trying to flirt with people and saying crazy things than what's actually going on in the game yeah it's a, it's a structure where it doesn't incentivize its own rewards like there's not really any reason as long as you're not going to be the one being blocked there's no reason to want to be the influencer really you know i mean you're you're guaranteed safety but in the end it's probably like shuby just going to put a target on your back to where in the final round of voting you're not going to get necessarily all the votes although it probably was close with him but i i think that there's if the game wants to mix up the people who become influencer they need to make a little bit more of an incentive for that but like you're saying i don't think the game wants you to think about the strategy in the game it's, it's- so charming about it well it's yeah it's it's like it's like 
Survivor Borneo if Richard Hatch wasn't like the first winner and, and evolved the game into something else. It's like it's 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 like if Survivor stuck with the concept of like, no, it's about surviving on an island, guys. And that's okay. It's okay to have something different. Right. And I think I think that's that is part of the charm. Um, that said, I think that generally how these shows work is that that charm will eventually wear off uh and the reason why i think i think shows like big brother and survivor in the u.s have stuck around so long is because they were able to evolve into something else um so i'm very curious to see if the circle does stick around for a while what kind of evolution we see in it well by the circle 15 you would know that you have to look inside your fake cake you're not trying to decorate it there's an idol in there and (laughs) you need to know that and then you have to hide all your decorating. I think you're making a big brother. You're going to go big, the big brother 15. Yeah, I was really, uh, yeah, I was not ready for that. I'm I'm glad that we were random number. I apologize. (laughs) Could have been anything. Tim, what do you think about the, uh, the, the future of these circle versions? Do you, do you think that, uh, these players end up getting trickier and trickier or do we see more of the same? Well, I, I, I think the players will get trickier and trickier. I think the circle as a concept um, needs to keep going back to its origins, which is that it's a, it, 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 it's a game about friendship. So anybody who, anybody who takes this in a sort of direction of, um, of a sort of dating game uh, <laughs> is doomed um, because, it's, um, because it's not that. And anybody who wants to be over strategic or tactical um, is equally going to be doomed because – um, really, the circle is in control, and it's going to produce another bizarre twist and game. Um, and um, I, I, I think the permutations that can be played um, on the contestants who can't see each other are endless. And um, uh, I, I, I love the fact that uh, that Tammy and Ed came in as a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I think that wasn't exploited as much as it could have been. I would love to have seen. I I, I don't agree with you that, um, that that Ed shouldn't have been there. I just think that I think I think that Tammy should have taken control. Yeah, Tammy um, needed more of that dynamic. Like if Ed was there as the advisor, I think that would have been more compelling. Hold on, guys. Doing it literally together, they should have been. Uh, it, it it should have been a double act, and it, and and instead it was a sort of. Ed takes the lead and, and, and Tammy approves um, and, and, and does all his cooking and you presumably are, wash, washes you, his underwear. You guys are making me very confused. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I, I'm not. Okay. Well, how about if we put in some emojos to make it clearer? How about a winky? Can I send you a wink? I that's that's too forward uh, and you'd better not call me a son of a gun <laughs> yeah. real, real son of a gun uh, I, I liked it when Ed had to go talk to Sammy and then talk about what was going on and then had to also explain well it wasn't always me you were talking to and then Tammy came in and then it kind of explained what Tammy did but she actually did nothing and I think they made it sound like she did more than she actually did yeah, she was like, it's, it was his face and my brain. Honey, it was not your brain. Not even. It was your brain getting shot down every time. It was, I just, but like, that was wonderful. Like, I, mean, I, I just found Tammy to be so amazing the, the, to watch. The show knew it had struck gold. And Sammy said, I hope he doesn't say something like, you don't, you look so beautiful, you don't need makeup. And then Tammy was like, oh, say, say you look so beautiful, you don't need makeup. Mm-hmm. 
Like that was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like she gave us so many great moments. I wish that they had come in sooner as well. I think another change that I would like would be if there there was a little bit more time between the last people coming into the game and the end of the game. Because again, like Ed and, and Tammy were not really eligible to be eliminated until the final ratings. So like it's possible that they could have come in not really possible, but like conceivably they could have come in and won having never been vulnerable. And that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. They're so good. And they won and they were two people. How about that? Everybody um, <laughs> would have been weird. I, I, I think we should have had another, I think we should have had an, an, another two contestants in, in the game within those 12 weeks or within the 12, Tim. 12 weeks. <laughs> I think we should have removed, we should have uh, prevented three from go. We should have blocked them before they entered. No, 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 no. Um, that's an awful thought. Um, Taryn, I want to get your take on what do you think will be the impact of Joey being the winner of season one? So when season two is getting ready, I'd be like, oh, let me put, let me put on Netflix and let me watch this circle uh, before I, I go on and be on the show. And they see, OK, uh, Joey is the winner. Uh, how do you think that that's going to change the show? I think that we're going to see a lot of people go on to the show and they're going to be like, all right, I'm on the circle. Let's go. Hey, buddy. Uh, let's do this. Um, and no, I, I think that I think that uh, in, in general, I think Joey just came off as genuinely the most popular person mm-hmm. in that group. And so I think that a lot of people will go in wanting to just be the alpha, the pop, the most popular person. Um, and, uh, and perhaps misunderstand why Joey was so popular, yeah. which was, I think the, uh, sort of down to earth, more, uh, like genuine and connecting side of him. I think that the lesson that people could take away is, Hey, I need to be, f- uh, really flirty. That's what was what <laughs> Joey, that Joey flirted with, uh, with everybody. And that's why he won. I wonder if we could see Tim even more Adams, uh, in the next season. Tim, uh, Joey did something which I thought was very, which which was very clever. Um, Joey was flirty with um, or, or engaged with all the contestants individually, but he also engaged with the camera and therefore with the audience at home mm-hmm. in a very direct way. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he is a star. Um, I, there's no question about it. He has a personality that gets, that gets across um, the, 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 the camera lens and that also got across without a camera to the other, to the other contestants. No question. And actually the other, the other contestants in many ways, their, their, their failure was that they didn't quite do one or the other. Yeah, I, I agree. I, he, he really, he reminded me of Freddie from season one, really actually oh, where uh, like he is so entertaining, so bombastic as a character, but also very honest about his own faults to us. Um, and, and I think that's what really makes a character. Cause there are a lot of people, I think in, in that apartment building uh, in their rooms, when they're talking to the cameras who try to like play themselves up, I'm doing such a great job. Uh, you know, look at me being so 
genuine. Uh, this is so great. Um, but when there is somebody in there who's willing to be like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, I just did. T- I just terribly I'm there. Home. Like, I know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's no way I'm not being blocked right now. Uh, <laughs> or like, I'm right. Like 30% of the time. And this is definitely one of those times. Like th- he's making jokes about himself because he's being genuine and vulnerable, not only to the people he's talking to, but also to us. Uh, and I think that's important. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Circle season one, Netflix in the books. Kirsten, any, any final thoughts on the circle season one? I, uh, uh, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. You told us so. You told us I that told Joey win and he did. I told you all it was going to be a good show and it was a good show. I told you all that Joey was great. And I think most people came around by the end. So, uh, Kirsten, told you so. Kirsten called it. <laughs> she called it. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to add about the season before we uh, wrap up our round table for tonight? Yes. Yes. Tim. Yes. Yeah. Two, 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 two things, two things struck me. Um, again, the, the, this, the, this may be simply something that I'm simply not used to. Um, one was, um, Shubi's oatmeal suit. I've never heard of an oatmeal suit before, but I thought it was lovely. And I just, I just wanted him to know that I thought his the, suit You was, thought the color was lovely or the term oatmeal suit? Oatmeal suit. I think the, the term oatmeal suit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lovely. It makes me feel that I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, Do you have an oatmeal suit uh, right now, Tim? Well, clearly, clearly, clearly not. I had it for breakfast. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but the, the other thing which I thought tart. What about a porridge soup? A porridge, porridge, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I I, I spent, spent a few years up in Scotland. Now, you, porridge used to be used to be made in bulk, and then people used to carve it up and sort of and sort of eat it up. And then, Tim, can, can you tell me what the difference between porridge and oatmeal is? Well, porridge oatmeal is made uh, oatmeal is used to make porridge, but I think oatmeal is something you would feed to cows, isn't it? Mm. Oatmeal? Yeah, it's like oatmeal is the oats, and then when you prepare them, they're porridge. Yes, I, mean, I, I think there are other grains in porridge. Oatmeal is a type of porridge. If you if you go to Russia, there's so many different types of porridge, and I, I never knew. I thought porridge was just porridge, but oatmeal porridge is the is the one that we've got used to in the West. Whereas if you go elsewhere, mm-hmm. there's all manner of uh, seeds that you can um, boil and turn into sort of gloopy, gloopy sort of breakfast. Um, but, but, so that was, that, that, was, that was one point. The other point was, um, was Chris's thing about, um, what was it now? Godfidence. Confidence, <laughs> yes. Does he oh, get God confidence from God? Yes. I, 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 um, it, 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 it all seems such a sort of, um, with the glittering suit, I, 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 I thought, is this an angel come among us? Um, and what is actually happening here? But he was such a, he was such an extraordinary, um, mishmash of, um, of sort of conflicting imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought really quite an endearing character. Okay. Uh, um, I want to ask the YouTube commenters, if you have anything else that you want Tim to explain to us, <laughs> I think that that would be uh, very I fun. Explain anything. I can't explain myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do want to say. I feel like uh, we neglected to mention uh, the the host of, of yes. the show who ha- who did the narration and uh, and hosted this live. This not actually live finale. Um, I actually I thought she was great. You know, oh, um, and didn't you love her eyeshadow? 
Uh, absolutely. Yeah. She, had, yeah. she, she had a great look. Yeah. Um, I did notice it. But yeah, I, I, she had big shoes to fill in terms of the narration. And I thought she really like uh, she had her own take on it that I think works. And I thought she was a great host. Uh, she was very bubbly and, and had a lot of like funny sort of uh, banter between uh, herself and the contestants. I, I would love to have seen her more during the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw her right at the beginning in the garden and we saw her right at the end in the garden. And, uh, and then we saw her in the live finale. Uh, I would love to have seen her popping up. Um, maybe in different places in the in the, in, 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 in the circle building um, to, 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 to give some sort of narrative thrust to the to, to, to the season. That would be a great thing for season two. Yeah, adding in more of that commentary, I think, would add to it. Yeah, bringing bring, bring, bring in the sort of disembodied voice into in, 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 into the show, so we actually see somebody who is observing with us. She, she would be us. Uh, Tim, we got one from Puya in the chat. What does Tim think of yogurt? Do you have any thoughts on yogurt? I do. I do. I do. Because one of my, one, one of my, one of my favorite characters is a man called Nasruddin, the Mullah Nasruddin, who's a character from Southern Turkey. And, um, and, 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 and you know how you make yogurt, um, uh, you, 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 you stick a little bit of live yogurt into, in, into some milk and then you leave it for a while and then suddenly there's a bit of magic and it becomes solid. Yes. Well, uh, the Mullah Nasruddin was sitting one day by a lake and putting yogurt into the lake. And one of his um, companions goes up and he says, Oi, Mullah. He didn't speak like that, of course. He says, Oi, Mullah, um, you, can't, you can't expect uh, to turn the whole lake into yogurt. And the Mullah Nasruddin says, well, you can try. And, 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 and I think it's, it's a wonderful idea. I mean, um, you know, you don't get anywhere without trying. So, yeah, we, we, we make yogurt every day. I like that. Or, or coffee. We, have, we, we, we have yogurt sitting in one of our, so we're making itself in, 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 one of our, in, one, in one of our drawers. Like Sisyphus himself, I eat yogurt every day because I, I try every day. <laughs> we have to try. And I, I believe yogurt is very efficacious um, on the... Um, on the bodily system. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank Better you. than food. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. All right. Uh, so we'll start to uh, to wrap this up. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to leave, Tim. I, that, I, I, I don't want to face Thursdays without you anymore. Oh, please have me, have me back. Can't, 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 you, can't you get me to talk about something else? We'll find whatever. We'll, we'll do me, look, Rob, you just have to give me some, some homework and I'll watch anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and Kirsten, please, please, can we have a proper chat later and, and, and you can tell me all the things you hate? <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, that's a long conversation. Why? But How many things do you hate? What do you, Sarah Lucina? <laughs> that's a dream I, conversation for Kirsten. I hate so many things. We're sitting here talking about food, and you've talked about both of my least favorite foods: <laughs> porridge and yogurt. Today, they're almost Kirsten. They're almost interchangeable. You said you said I love gloopy breakfast, and the one food I hate the most: gloopy food. People are like, "What do you like?" And I was like, "I hate gloopy stuff." I say it all the time, and then Tim's like. There's tons of gloopy breakfast. I'm just uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really, I, I have actually seen people put put yogurt into their porridge. Oh my I, goodness! Now you know what's not a gloopy breakfast? A nice pop tart. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, but Tim, would yeah, you back to my other failing? I'm so Tim, <laughs> Tim, would you watch never, an episode of Riverdale? Pop tart. I, I would for you. I would and you would podcast with Mary and I about an episode of Riverdale? I'd be so happy to do so. You have to tell Please me where do. I find the episode. Amazing. We will help you out. We will sort it out and we'll have that on Kowski Cast. Oh, please, do. please do and I, 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 I will and because because as I said I, 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 I used to live in a in a house called Riverdale so it, so it has huge significance it's meant to be this is going to be podcasting gold when, 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 when I was a child it was Riverdale 3012 isn't that perfect yeah oh Incredible. Go. I can't wait. Can't wait to hear you guys explain what's going on in Riverdale with him. <laughs> it's so it's very difficult, Rob. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> because because at, at the moment, I'm learning all about a program in Britain called Love Island, which is. Yes, yes. And but but you're, you, Tim was telling us that in the uh, sound check, Tim was telling us that he's watching the British Love Island, but you're not enjoying it, right? Well, I just, I just think it's, it's extraordinary because it's a, it's a program which is predicated. On seeing lots of people without very much, without very many clothes on. I don't think the budget for costumes is very high. <laughs> That's um, what I, they're doing. Um, I think they're spending a lot of the budget on champagne and not on clothing yeah. and music. And, uh, and for and, that, and Bella. I, I don't. I thought the days when you saw girls in bikinis and and, and high heels had gone with the Bond with with, with that scene in the Bond films. Or with the sort of 1970s. That's music. what Adam said when, uh, was it, who, who showed up? Was it Sean and said, uh, hey, who wears high heels with a bikini? Oh, yes, that, that's true, isn't it? People yes. on Love Island, I, I guess. Mean, people do that for pictures all the time. <laughs> well. For a picture. For, for a picture, but these people have to remain like that all the time. And they've got. Well, it's a moving picture. picture. I mean, okay, Tim, let's be honest. They spend a lot of time laying on couches. Like, they're not walking in those heels. They do a lot of walking. Oh, maybe I go to sleep when they're laying on couches. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, am, a, I am a dreadful snoozer. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I must say, one of, the things, one of the things which is a great tribute. To, um, uh, to, 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 the, to the makers of, uh, of, um, uh, of the circle, people like Tim Harkett and so on, uh, is that I haven't actually fallen asleep in any episode. Isn't that extraordinary? Not I think even I th- the finale of this season, Tim? No, no, even in the finale of the season. I, I drifted a little bit in the finale. But, um, <laughs> I, 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 about being I, I, did, I did fast forward the, the recap. But I, don't regard, I don't regard that as, as obligatory viewing. We'd already seen it anyway. Um, but, but no, other, other than that, I, I, I just thought it was, it, it's a beautifully crafted program. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mar- Mary and Kirsten, <laughs> uh, you're getting ready to talk to Tim. Uh, where, where, where can we hear more of your podcasting? You can follow us at the Kowski cast. That's cow with a K. You can find us on KowskiCast.com or on iTunes, Kowski cast. And Kirsten, uh, what, what else from you? What else can we hear what you're doing? Uh, so you can follow me on all social media at Kirsten Said What. And you can catch me on my Twitch stream where I'm playing The Sims. Uh, I'm going to probably actually go live tonight because my sleep schedule is all messed up and I miss my Sims. So if you want to see the aftermath of me saving Beth from the Grim yes. Reaper, can come you check explain that with, Tim, do you know what The Sims are? Not entirely, but I, 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 it's some sort of simulacrum, isn't it? It's yes. A- it, that's exactly right. Uh, so I've created a family. Uh, they're living their lives, and my original sim has now reached uh, what was supposed to be the end of her life. I, uh, 
I accidentally aged her up, which was traumatizing. And then it told me she was about to die. So I gave her a youth potion. And then she was actually dying. She fell to the ground and her child begged the Grim Reaper for her to not die. And she didn't die. So she's living on borrowed time. And I'm going to cry when she dies. So. Are you following this? This is a preview to the Riverdale podcast. As Kristen <laughs> no! tries to explain Riverdale to Tim. No, no, no. If you think that I'm the one explaining anything in the Riverdale podcast, you're high because Mary does all of the work and I just show up. I, I promise I'll do some explaining if I. If, 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 I can't if, wait. This is good. I, yeah. I was going to say, Kirsten, I, I do have a small confession because I did spend a little bit of time as a games designer. Oh. Um, and 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 I was I, I I was involved in the development of a game called Alien versus Predator. Oh wow, wow. Tim! For, for a thing called the Jagatari. Oh my wow. goodness! You can go back that far, but um, but yeah. yeah. Tim, can you give us a tease of some something that you talked about with Taryn on your Taryn Show episode? Oh no, I, I well, I think I talked about my life, but I, I don't think I told Taryn anything about being a games designer. Well, did can I? you tell? Can you uh, give us a little bit of a hint of uh, a something that we could hear you talk about from when we listen to your interview with Taryn? Oh my God, Taryn, help me! What did well, I say? <laughs> he talked about uh, his time as a monk. Yes, I did talk about my time as a monk. I, I, I don't think I talked about the rhubarb field. Um, but, um, I, I did, and did I talk about the strange, did I talk about monk flatulence? Um, no, you, you might've briefly mentioned it, but maybe we should. I, I briefly mentioned it. It, it was, um, yeah, but I, I, I think I, I think I did say, I do think I did say that I was a very naughty monk because mm. I found that it was possible to stay in bed an extra half an hour. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and then put my put my monk robes on over my pajamas and race down to the church and pretend <laughs> I've been up for half an hour. Um, and, and then after after church, we we were allowed a little bit of time before breakfast when we were supposed to do meditation. And I asked to do it upstairs in my in, in my room when I just went back to bed. Basically, um, I, I I was a wonderful sleeper, <laughs> quite the sleepy monk. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, what did you say? You're a, a bit of a, a snoozer. I am a snoozer. I am a snoozer. I, I can die on a podcast. I, I I have fallen asleep in my own in, in my own lecture. So um, I think I did tell. I think I did. You tell, did tell, tell that story. I told Karen that I had fallen asleep in my own lecture, okay. and I heard my voice getting slower and slower, and then suddenly it stopped, and I was so relieved. This boring man had stopped talking. Um, but, um, I'm 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 sure I've got some of these things on my on, on my. I don't want to know more. what this has to do with flatulence. <laughs> I just, you oh, know what? Flatulence is all about. Uh, I found the easiest way to to deal with with monking was when when I when I got into the church, I would go to the back of the church, and then if I knelt down, no one would see my pajamas. Um, right, because back, he raised out of bed. Problem was being at the back. I was I was at the rear end of lots of other monks. <laughs> Who were who were slightly noisy? Yes, <laughs> they were they were a little blowy, should we say? And, you were um, downwind. I Never was be at the rear end of a bunch of monks. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> 
Never be in the room with a bunch of monks. Yeah, well, they were lovely. They were lovely monks. I'm just um, so excited to talk to Tim Moore. <laughs> You're talking to Tim right now. I know. I'm so excited about a future conversation. Okay. Right. We, have, we, 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 have, we have a date booked for I Riverdale. I can't wait. I All can't right. wait. Well, we're going to listen to Tim's interview with Taryn, of course, that we're going to, if we're not already, follow Professor underscore Tim underscore Wilson on Instagram. And Tim, what is your what is your Twitter? I, I, well, it, it's Spalding three. Okay. I wasn't two. sure if that was you. I was uh, that I felt so embarrassed. I tweeted out the link last week, and I and I couldn't figure out which twi- which Tim Wilson you were on Twitter. I, I don't exist as Tim Wilson there at all. Yes. Okay. I, I may have to do something. Rob, you'll have to tell me how I do something to stop that. No. Okay. You're at Spalding three zero one two on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. All right, yep. and so we'll be on be on the lookout for and, that. And then I, then I think I got a YouTube a YouTube channel too. Yes, um, for Zontul Films Limited. Okay, the links. There you go. All right. There's Tim's a YouTube there channel. Oh, all there. It's there all it there. Thank you, Lone Ranger one five eight. Okay, and then uh, Taryn, we know you've got the interview with Tim coming up. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, we're going to have a Big Brother Year in Review podcast that, that'll be on Tuesday of next week. Uh, you can still find the survey for it if you want to fill out your own opinions there. Uh, you can find that on Twitter. I tweeted it out uh, at Armstrong Taren. Um, and uh, of course, the sequester coverage is continuing. And uh, just uh, you can find me on Twitch, YouTube, all, all, the, all the places, all the things. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, I have to commend Taryn. He has uh, made it through 12 recaps of The Circle. Uh, But this is nothing for Taryn. Uh, 12, 12 podcasts in three weeks. You know, it's it's it should be nothing, but when they are condensed into just three days, it is it is pretty significant. It was like when you you'd think like, oh, I podcast every day. It's totally nothing. But then when you have to podcast about three episodes mm-hmm. all in the same day, it's 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 much different. Okay, all right. Well, Tar- yeah. Taryn's ready for Big Brother Canada tomorrow. Yes, She's ready to go. Okay. Very ready. And thank everybody uh, who joined us for our circle coverage here. We had so much fun getting to cover the circle. Maybe we'll see if we have uh, any more interviews that show up along the way. But we hope that if you've been enjoying this, you stick around for our survivor coverage, which is getting closer and closer to the start of the new season. Make sure you subscribe to Rob has a podcast here at Rob has a website.com slash iTunes. And of course that if you want to become a part of our Rob has a podcast patron community. You can head on over to Rob has a website.com slash patron to find out about everything that we have going on with our patron only podcast feed, our patron only Facebook groups and much more going on at Rob has a podcast, Rob's website.com slash patron. Take care, everybody. Thank you again for joining us. Bye. 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 Bye.